Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are breathing in Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Kester Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are discussing Minute 47, which begins with the camera panning from Eric's castle to where human Ariel lays on some rocks. Where could she be? Like three feet away. Yeah, exactly. And it ends with Flounder saying, she's got to make the prince, as Ariel tries to stand up for the first time. Okay. I have something I remembered from yesterday's minute. All right. It's not in my three-year-old notes. So the benefits of hindsight, Eric has at least three ships. Three? He has one that's currently parked at the palace. He has one that crashed one night ago. And he has a wedding barge. You're right. So there are at least three ships that essentially belong to Eric. Yeah. I mean, they could belong to his family in general but, but like, for all intents and purposes they're his ships yeah right now i mean as as far as we can tell look, look. each of them have an e on them yeah like if if your family's got three cars but they're all parked at your house and nobody else is there <laughs> they would have to get a ride over to your house to get them across the who, ocean who, whose cars are they really then it sure seems like these are eric's cars yes you're, you you are right about that Eric's boats, I should say. Not Eric's cars. There's no cars. <laughs> there's no there's no cars. Are, there's no cars in this time yet, right? I no. don't think so. No. Not well, I mean, I I suppose it technically de- depends on like precisely when we're saying this is, but I'd say no cars. No cars. Steamships, yes. Cars, no. But these aren't even steamships, so Well no, but like there should be steamships. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. in this in this era, right? Yes. Like because we have to be at least the mid-1800s, if not the late 1800s. Yeah. But I feel very confident that we're not getting into the 1900s. Yes. That seemed like a fair... I, I think so. And speaking of time, how about the time of day? Because at, in yesterday's minute, mm-hmm. uh, when Ariel emerges from the ocean and it's just her silhouette, that's that would be sunset in my... Sunrise. That's sunrise? It's got to be sunrise. Okay. In this case. So it has to be sun because then she's lying here, exhausted, and it's bright It's got to be sunrise, because, like, today they're going to wash her clothes, her sail, and she's going to have dinner at sunset. Yes. Well, I was just wondering if it was all night, or if it was... Unless they were swimming her over all night long. But I don't think that could possibly be the case. Yeah, I don't know. Time's not great in this movie, but I would call that... It's got to be sunrise when she comes out of the... Sounds fair to me. Comes out of the water. Um, Oh, man. I need to, like... I need to get, like, an orientation for, like, what direction... So, on this coast, right, is out to sea north or south or east or west. Yeah. Um, It's... Oh, no, wait. Um, Because we see... I'm pretty sure we see the sun. Oh, man. I'm trying to remember some stuff that, like, we've already talked about. So, um, I don't know if that's going to work. But it it seems like the the border... So, like, going from from shore to ocean is going to mean traveling either north to south or south to north. 
Yeah. I would say, like, when we're looking at the, the scene, in this case, the camera is either west or east. Okay. Would that feel? Would yeah, that feel I'd fair? agree. Because of, like, how the moon shows up later on and everything. It You're feels right. like It feels like the moon shows up, like, either behind or in front of, depending on, like, the orientation. Yes. The palace, right? Yeah. And so the this angle that we're dealing with so it's got to be either um the ocean is to the south or to the north yes um but i don't know which yeah that's gonna be tough to figure out Mm. wait no i think we can do it i think we can do it i think um so with this angle that we are facing the um the palace Right. Yes. With like this current one, this is the, the typical angle. The only time we get the reverse angle is at the wedding, right? Which is sunset. Yeah. Right? And we know when the moon like the, the full moon rises, it's rising from our current angle behind the palace. Which would mean behind as at moonrise, that's to the Oh man, which way does the sun rise? It's it rises east. in the east. Right? Yes. So camera is positioned west, facing east, which would mean castle to the right, shore to the right is on the north side, and the ocean is on the south side. So palace is located, if if not on the south edge of the island, we'll call it an island, because U.S. Virgin Islands now, um, <laughs> it is on a, a southern-facing shore yes. of the area. Okay. That's... That's the thing that makes the most sense. I, I I think you're right. So they travel south to get out into the water. Okay. For the most part. I mean, yes. once they're there, they could go in any direction. Yes. Yes. So Ariel swam north to get to the palace. Okay. Does all that sound fair? I think so. Okay. We nailed it. Woohoo! Flawless. <laughs> so when Ariel, I don't want to say wakes up, but like... Recovers. Recovers. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, like she's up on the shore, and then Flounder and Sebastian are exhausted and huffing and puffing, and Sebastian's all like trembly on his legs. Yes. which great effect. Absolutely. No reason for it. There's no way he's actually <laughs> been like pulling her to the ocean. No, because not at all. That doesn't work. But I get, I get what the story is supposed to be. Yes. Like they helped swim her over here. They're exhausted, but she's safe. Yes. And she turns over, and it's like she she didn't fully think it was it it completely happened. Yeah, absolutely. She's been in crisis mode, and so she hasn't like dealt with anything. And she wiggles her toes. Another Mickey Mouse sing mm-hmm. um, sound. Classic there. toe wiggling sounds. And she just looks at her toes, like, oh my goodness, it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And Scuttle flies down, right? Yes. Um. Did Scuttle really know that that's what happened and that's what was different about Ariel? No, he wasn't underwater. He doesn't know she's been to the sea witch. He doesn't know that her grotto was destroyed. He doesn't know anything. Right. He's never been to her grotto and never will. But he blinked, or not blinked, he winked at at Sebastian when he's like, I knew that. He He did not. He did not. (laughs) Okay, I just wanted to. I I didn't think he did either. But I just wanted to see what you what you think or what you thought the way they animate her face like now and and for the rest of the week as she's like adapting to being mute a lot of it is really fantastic like beautiful animation and like facial expressions um in a way that like 
it's really hard to do, right? Like they're conveying a lot of good facial expressions. So really, really solid animation work on the face. You you want to know who animated this whole sequence? Was it Glenn? Yep, it was okay. Glenn. I was like, it should be Glenn Keane for for this. Yes, it was. Um, later on, she's like running around a little bit and it's not as, as strong. Um, a lot of this week is not like the strongest animation. But, but this, her face this sequence here and, and her face like throughout the rest of this week. The face, yes. face is great when they're tied up on the face. It was Glenn Keane. Fantastic work. Absolutely. Love Sebastian in this minute and the next minute, um, especially in the next minute when he has his whole like speech. But I just mm-hmm. think, I just think he's his, and I'll talk more about this tomorrow. His transition and everything, <laughs> I think, is just wonderful, and the words he says, and it's just fabulous. Mm-hmm. And this is the minute where she starts standing up, right? Or is that next minute? She starts to stand up at the very end of this. Okay, minute. so so I have some comments about like camera. Um, camera work for tomorrow. Because um, Flounder starts saying he's got, she's got to make the prints and yeah, and okay. she's standing up at that moment. Okay, so I'll talk about that more tomorrow. Um, I I think Sebastian's explanation is like fantastic. It's it's like one sentence explanation. Like here's what's going on, and that's, and that's all you need to know. Yes, <laughs> like it's a really good summary of of what happened. Where it's like okay, like. And here we are, like, reestablish where we're at as we've done, like, a transition. I mean, like, this is the halfway point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, okay, here's what's going on. Yeah. he He's he's really great this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good Sebastian week. Not his greatest week. No. But a really, really solid Sebastian week. That's all the notes that I have. Me too. It feels really, really short. It's a really short minute. I mean, There's like, not a ton to it. It's but... about sixty seconds um, every, <laughs> every minute. But um, there, there's not as much to talk about in this minute, and there wasn't yeah, a lot I don't, of. I don't have a ton on this one. There wasn't a lot in the commentary or in anything that I researched for mm-hmm. this specific minute. Yeah, we try not to have like minutes that don't have a lot of content, but occasionally, like it's it's just going to be a short one. So this is a short one for you today, listeners. And that's all we've got for you. We're part of Dueling Genre. You can find us and many other Dueling Genre uh, podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. You can also find a link there to a Patreon page where you can support all the Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. Uh, We want to thank Nick English and Scott Tofty for our artwork and our theme music. And until next time, listeners, thank you for making us part of your world.